You're listening to the Husker CuzCast Sports Show. Now, here's Justin Fielder, Derek Stafford, and Tyler Schaefer. Hello and welcome to the Husker CuzCast Sports Show. This is a Herd at Sports podcast. Justin here along with the cousins Derek and Tyler. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at HuskerCuzCast for all podcast updates and more. This is our Maryland recap episode. Nebraska loses 13-10 to on a last-second Maryland field goal from 24 yards out. Uh, Nebraska, in this game, they turned the ball over a brutal five times, four interceptions, one fumble. Derek, what were your overall thoughts on this game? Well, let's not, forget, let's not forget we had four interceptions from three different quarterbacks. And, 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 not, and also, just to clarify, it's actually five interceptions, and we got lucky <laughs> – that one of them got overturned because that's yeah, true. Very fortunate call. So it could have been worse. defensive holding oh, on I, that I, call. I, I would like to think that the defensive call, the holding the holding penalty was the reason it got intercepted. But I don't know. It, at this point, it's hard. Right it's hard there, to right? say. <laughs> if they would have called that pass interference, they would have overturned it for not being a catchable ball. I mean, that ball was ten yards past them. Yeah, mean, but if you're getting held, who knows I, how long? I, I mean, I know. It was a bad pass. One of many bad passes in this game. Yeah. Uh, You you know what? This was par for the course. It was just yet another kick in the nuts. My blood pressure rose so so high in this game, I thought I had to take two blood pressure pills throughout this game. It was bad. It was just terrible. Every time you thought we had a chance to come back and win, or every chance that we had... To just take a lead and run away with this game, it was turnover. Well, even and the defense would take the ball away, and the defense did one of my keys to the game. I said that I said that the offense is going to turn the ball over. The defense has to create some takeaways. They have to if we want to stay in this game, and the defense did it. And even the referees were on our side. Yeah, what was it like nine, ten penalties to one? And, and I was and I was at the game, so I couldn't tell how severe some of these were. But some of them, like from the stand, I'm like I don't really see a blatant like a little bit of a maybe a flop job by Nebraska on some of those personal fouls and the- I don't know that there was anything that was called that shouldn't have been called but they all went our way but they all went our way like surely Nebraska had a holding or something that probably should have been called on them at some well, point well we had a pass other, other, that that ended up hurting us yeah. probably huge because that was third down would have been a stop on the game winning drive and they would have probably had to have punted it away at least given us a chance for overtime but. Uh, I, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to watch this game and come away with any good feels. I mean, it was tough. Well, the bigger kick in the nuts here was, you know, we needed this this game to be bowl eligible. Maryland needed the game to be bowl eligible. So I'm guessing Mike Loxley is going to keep his job after, you know, maybe potentially being on the hot seat after their hot start. All they do, all the team needs to do is uh, if they get into a little cold spells, play Nebraska, because they'll get that win somehow. Uh, Tyler, you were at the game, as you mentioned. What was that game day, game day atmosphere like? Oh, man, it was it was fun. It was loud. And, I'll, and that last drive, and we'll talk more about this, as Chubba Purdy was starting the drive, 
there there were some people that were prematurely starting to chant chubba i Chub. heard like, yeah. it, it, it 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 was going and and it, i mean th- this game i mean there, there's a lot of candidates for the the biggest kick in the nuts of the season i i think this game might be the taker i mean ju- just i've never seen such bad quarterback play in my life than what was demonstrated on Saturday. And then you had the chance for the hero, the underdog, the third string quarterback, game winning drive. And it looks good doing it. Looks, yeah. I mean, he, he looked very good in that drive. Well, because he, he, until I mean, the interception. Until the interception. And again, I don't want to go ahead of this, but there was one pass called before that last drive, and he completed it. And he was running, and he was, the, the offense was clicking, and people were breaking tackles, and it, it, and it was, there it was there and then it wasn't yeah so as as we mentioned we see all three quarterbacks in this game harburg he gets the start he goes one fought uh one for five with one interception zero yards passing uh tyler what did you think of the offense under harburg i mean we have addressed this multiple times but he has regressed in every one of his starts whether that is defenses finding him out, whether that is him getting banged up. But, I mean, he he was not looking dynamic running the ball early. He wasn't looking good throwing, obviously. We talked about he got away with one. I mean, and then he goes down with an injury. So the offense was not, I mean, it it was a slow start to say the best, and I wasn't sitting there overly optimistic that it was about to get figured out. Derek, your thoughts? Yeah, it just looked sluggish. And as we're going to talk about the other quarterbacks, I mean, it wasn't just Harvard. Like, the offense just was – it was sluggish. We couldn't really run the ball with – with even when we was giving it to running backs, they weren't running the ball well. And and as we got other quarterbacks in, they seemed to wake up better. I don't, it was – it wasn't even mediocre. I mean, it was just bad football. I mean – I hate to say that because I've always been uh, I've been I've I've been the Henrik Harburg lover on this uh, on this on this podcast, but it was just it was bad with him. It was we could we could do nothing right. So Harburg tweaks his ankle. He has to sit out, and at the time, it kind of looked like wow, that's kind of like a blessing in disguise. Let's see somebody else in. So Jeff Sims he comes in, and he kind of he plays okay to He's, a a point he goes eight for 13 He's, he does throw two honest. interceptions 62 yards passing and he ran the ball quite well 10 rushes for 33 yards what did you think of uh sims as he came in derek he really sparked the offense i mean he really did like the running backs were running better the offensive line seemed to be blocking better some of the wide receivers were starting to catch the balls a little bit better he was, was starting to spark and then all of a sudden it was an interception i was like okay well, you kind of expect that from Sims, but hopefully he gets that taken care of. Then all of a sudden he fumbles the ball, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Here we go again. And two plays later, or actually maybe even been the next play that he played, very next play after the fumble, he threw an interception, and it was like, "Oh, you got, you got, you got to get him out of there." Yeah, it's back to back plays. This were the first two plays in the fourth quarter. Uh, Nebraska was up ten to seven. Jeff Sims comes in, he fumbles the ball on the stupid it was, play. It was. It was laughable. Yeah. I mean, even the announcers at this point were just laughing because they're like, "Why? How much worse can this get?" Like, and it was both teams. At one point, they called him a turnover machine. And but I tell you what, when he threw on the very next play that he came in, 
Uh, he throws the interception. All you could hear on TV were the boos. Tyler, was that stadium full of boos when he threw that interception? It was loud uh, on TV. I don't remember it being like this. Like I've heard worse boos in Memorial Stadium. Sure. I'll put it that way. Um, yeah, I mean the fans were disappointed. I mean, and, and Derek, you hit. It. I mean it. I I the the if a funny moment for everyone watching on Peacock. You probably realized that the game cast was a good forty five seconds per minute behind. And on that first interception, uh, he throws it. I'm standing. I'm cheering. I immediately sit down. I grab my cell phone. And I see a text from Justin like, this is the Justin's we all expected. I'm like, oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. You don't know what's coming, do you? And then, interception. Yeah, it's right on that same play. I click send. They hike the ball. He drops back, throws the interception. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, it's one of those things with him, and, and we'll talk about this more as the, the rest of the podcast and this, but, you know, when he is playing well, he looks like he could be the best quarterback on this roster. But he cannot not turn it over. Yeah. Like, that that fumble was absolutely ridiculous. He was just, <laughs> he, had, he had no control of that ball. He was just carrying it around like, who wants it? It's this? like a loaf of bread, and, then, and it, it got punched out. It, it was. It wasn't even. I mean, it got punched out so easy. Like the yeah. guy didn't even swing hard at no. it. He was like, "Oh, here, I'll take that." Like and, a, and the a seven-year-old could have knocked that ball out of his hands. <laughs> it, and the second interception, like you know, they they go out and they they throw a pass, and it's not a hard pass. It, it's a. It shouldn't be a hard pass, but I don't know if he misread it or what. But he throws in a triple coverage. Nowhere near the wide receiver. Not even a catchable ball. Like, it was just, it was as bad of an interception as we've thrown all year. And Harburg certainly has his candidates in there. and But we've had a lot of bad ones. But that was as bad as I've seen. And so, I, yeah, I I don't know. Every time we say, that's the last of Jeff Sims. So, I, I felt, I did, there. I did feel really bad for Jeff Sims after that, the second interception, his third turnover. Because you could hear the boos in the stadium on TV. And they show him on the sideline. He goes directly right back to the bench uh, next to the tent. uh, Actually, next to the fence, next to the tent. And he starts kneeling all by himself. And, you know, he's just like all by himself. He takes a few moments. And then I guess he regroups. And he springs back up. And he goes back with his teammates. But I just felt for the guy in that instance. Because what's going through his head? Every time he touches the ball, he shits the bed. You know, and he's hearing he's hearing the booze in the stadium. I mean, what an awful feeling to be in front of 90,000 people to have this continually happen. It's got to be in his head at some point. So well, I and, did feel bad and, for him. And, and, and just as loud as the booze were, I think it was louder when he came in the game. Because fans, oh, we want to keep giving... Oh, yeah. I mean, fans were ecstatic that they were putting him in. As bad as Harburg looked at the start. I, mean, I don't think anyone knew at the time that it was an injury that took him out of the game. I, we, we just kind of all thought he got pulled. And, uh, I mean, fan, fans were ecstatic to see him in. And, and, right again, the very first play, he ran that, what is it, 18-yard run? Yeah. Like, I mean, he ran it and, like, okay, okay, we got something, we got a spark. And, yeah, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know what's... I don't know. I don't know what they're doing at practice that he can't protect the ball at all. But 
We're not what are they yet. doing? We're, hold on. What are they doing at practice that none of the quarterbacks can hold on to the ball? I, because I it's not just Jeff Sims and it's not just Henrik Harburg. No. Right, we're about to get to the third guy. So, actually, let me take, let me pause here. Uh, we're going to get to Purdy because this is going to take over the next two segments here. I, I want to jump over to the running backs real quick before we get into Purdy and the final sequence. Because Emmett Johnson, Emmett Johnson has probably had his best game. He looked like a stud in this game. 17 carries, 84 yards. Uh, so what did you think of Emmett Johnson? He he had a hell of a play on the very last sequence. But uh, Tyler, your thoughts on Emmett? He, he, he's a guy that's getting better and better as the season goes on, as he's getting more confident. My bold prediction, which we might as well rename it, the, the, the prediction's bound to go wrong because I don't know if we've hit a bold prediction all year. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I wanted to feed the, the ball, and it, a lot of will be made about Satterfield's play calling. And there's some of it that's deserved, but what I will say is right now Nebraska's fifth in the country in run percentage. There's no team in Power 5 football that runs the ball more than Nebraska. Like, we run it more than Iowa. We run it more than any other team in the country. And this game was no exception. We ran it 2-1. to one. So we're running it 66% of the time. And my frustration with the running is we keep running it with quarterbacks. And we have at least one running back. I still think Anthony Grant's good. Maybe I'm the only one left on that island, but even if, if if I don't, I'm not even advocating that he touches the ball 15 times, but why is Emmett Johnson not carrying the ball 25 times? Why is that not the case? Why are we not feeding him a hell of a lot more? What are we saving him for? We got two games left. I, I don't understand it. Like he, he is showing that he's producing. He is. Sh- it's not, he has not shown that he wears down as the game goes on. Like, I, I'm perfectly fine with giving him the ball 20-plus times and giving Fleeks the ball 5 to 10 times and, and then giving Anthony Grant the ball 5 to 10 times. Yes. Well, Anthony Grant, I, I'm fine with that. Anthony Grant saw like seven snaps and he carried the ball three times in this game. So he's yeah. really fallen off of what whatever the coaches it, expect from him. He's not. Well, it's, it's, game to, it's game to game. I mean... But it's been a while. It's been a while since Anthony Grant was a meaningful part of this offense. Yeah. The, I, I just read that this was the least amount of carries he's had. Since Colorado. Since. I, beside, outside of Colorado, he had still had more in Minnesota. And then I, there was one other one that he only had 11 carries. But this is the, least, this is the second least he's had, I think, since then. Yeah, yeah, outside I mean, of the Colorado game where he just didn't play. I, I, I think – I think – Johnson should get 25 carries, and Johnson uh, Grant should get at least 10. I mean, the Grant-Fleeks combo should be 15. I, I mean, whatever, however you want to split that, I mean, whatever. But I I just think we, we're we running the ball 40 times. Those need to be 40 running back carries, and that would help us out a ton. Because running backs aren't fumbling the ball. I mean, say what you will about Grant having turnover issues. Grant has, what, two turnover fumbles in the year? Yeah. I mean... I mean, where's where's the hold my beer segment with all of our quarterbacks? I mean, that like two in a year. I could do that in a game. <laughs> all right, so let's bring it back to Chubba Purdy. Uh, he comes in uh, for Sims after his third turnover. He goes one for three with one interception, twenty four yards passing. Uh, 
Tanner, your your thoughts on Chubba Purdy as quarterback? And we might as well just I, for, bu- bundle this into the final sequence because this this is the final possession of Nebraska as we go through here. So okay. talk about this. So so he comes in and uh, you, you say he goes one for three. I think I want to go there. He completes one pass. He completes one pass. He's running the ball. The team is running the ball, and we get inside the ten. Um, I mean, you talk about a drive for the ages. I mean, it was shaping up that way. We were gashing him. He's running well. Emmett's running well. Again, we have he throws one ball, and uh, and it's a great ball to Kemp. And Kemp breaks a tackle and busts it. And you're like, okay, we got it. And then we get inside the ten. I don't know what the first play call was. I thought it was a read option. It what it was not was not a pass. So I want to stop the whole. Hey, we threw it on first down because that wasn't. I think, and then I think Purdy made a great play. I mean, with what he was given and just chucking it out so he didn't take a negative play. Second down came, run the ball, lost two yards, and now all of a sudden it's third and seven on the goal, and now the controversial call. And Nebraska decides to throw the ball. And I'm going to come out and say it right away. I don't hate that call. Really? I don't hate it. I Here is my position on it. On third and seven, can you just, if we ran it, can you just concede there would be very, almost no chance we were going to score a touchdown on third and seven running the ball? I wouldn't say Yes, that. probably. But a field goal would have been really nice at that point. Field goal would have been really nice. But there's three minutes and 30 seconds left. If we run it, we get it down to three minutes. Guys, we saw what Mort Maryland did when they had the ball on that final drive. They marched it all the way down. And you know what? Nebraska's defense was starting to get a little bit cracked in the second in the fourth quarter. I, the Tanner, dri- I the disagree drive be- with you here. The, the drive before, they went 46 yards, and they fumbled it inside the five. They were about to score. They fumbled it. Two drives before, uh, Maryland gets it. They drive it inside the 20. Was going to kick a field goal. Uh, Tagovailoa waves him off. It bit gets gets in this coach's face. I don't know if that showed on TV, but he yelled at his coach. Said, "We're going, we're going for it." They do. Uh, Hot Hotmaker blew it up, crushed it. We end up getting the ball back. Like Maryland was showing cracks in this. Yes, I mean I'm a hundred percent. You want the field goal. If Nebraska doesn't lose two yards on that th- second down, maybe running the balls on the table, and maybe it's a better option. But and I'm not saying it was the greatest call in the world. But I don't hate playing to win the game there because with that much time left, there's no certainty that we're not going to give up a touchdown. They had plenty of time. Here, here's where I'll here's the only way I'll I'll disagree with you, Tyler. And I, most generally speaking, I would agree with you wholeheartedly. Like that's a position you probably need to pass, but it's in a game where you've already thrown so many interceptions, and I get it that Chubba Purdy hadn't thrown an interception yet to this point. But it, but it was a point where we had thrown too, way too many interceptions. And I think at that point, taking the lead was more important than trying to go for the gusto. Because the defense was still playing well enough to win this game. We were getting turnovers. We were causing... We were, I mean, I don't even know if we were causing all these turnovers or if they were just handing them to us, but... No, we, we, we were, were causing them. Turn- I mean, that fumble, we were, I didn't we, see we, it. we ripped the ball out of their hands. I mean, yeah. it was... I, it was good I, defense. The defense, the defense played well, and I'm sure we'll get to that. I, if it, I, the way I look at it, if 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 Satterfield, would you have liked him to kneel it on third down? 
Well, no. No. But, but isn't that basically the same thing? I mean, like, it, would the chances of us fumbling it have been about the same as us busting off a seven-yard so, run for a so, touchdown? So check it out. Not if you give it to a running back. Check it out. Chubba Purdy had three great runs in that final possession. Three great runs. Emmett Johnson had a great run in that game. Or in, in that final possession. But he just got stuffed. He just got stuffed. He just got stuffed. Kick it out to the outside. Maybe maybe you let Chubba Purdy, who's been running hard. He ran hard in every single opportunity that he had. He looked they good. They tried it on first down. They tried it on first down. He got sniffed out. He'd, but, well, if you listen to Matt Rule, and whether Matt Rule's full of shit or not, what Matt Rule said, it was supposed to be a run play. He wasn't supposed to pull it out. He did. Maybe there was miscommunication there between uh, sending the play in and Chubba Purdy interpreting the play or whatever because he damn sure did not hand it off and just let that play develop like that. So whatever happened there, there's some miscommunication there. Uh, that was a that was a busted play completely. But why not in that scenario if – I just don't understand how uh, Satterfield does not have the awareness to know that this defense has been stopping uh, Maryland all damn day long, right? How did the mean? Come on, come on. You know what? This is the difference. If we would have got points there and we have to kick it with three minutes left to Maryland, that defense is riding that momentum right there. You're talking about that they had uh, got blown up after back-to-back turnovers Two plays and two turnovers and having to go back out there. You give them something to play for, I don't think, especially at home, that crowd is going to be fired up. I think it would be completely different. At the worst, you're forcing Maryland to drive the whole field to win it. Maybe they do get a field goal there, but I just think the whole time you got to get well, the would you even happy even if, would, would even if they happy? get the field goal, you at least are only going to overtime. Yeah. I, again, still, I, you still have a chance. It, that, and again, obviously it didn't work out. And that final play, I mean, I I mean, I don't know. I mean, of all the interceptions on the day, I put this one as much on the wide receivers as I do anything. It seems like it was a really bad route by Coleman and kind of just left the guy right there in the middle of the play. It wasn't a great pass either. But I, Matt Rule, I just, when, in his post game, he said the receivers ran the correct routes. I I... He needs to go back and rewatch it. He may have ran the right route, but he didn't seem like he he didn't clear the guy. I mean, that was obviously a route he was supposed to get further upfield and have the wide receiver clear him. And it looked like he was actually open if he would have been thrown to there. I, I thrown to correctly. To me, to, to me, that was a fifty fifty. That was a fifty fifty call. It's fifty percent of the time. I just I think at that position, it's third and seven. Running the ball isn't a viable option for a touchdown. Here, here's a here's a take girl hate Tyler. I would have been perfectly fine just kicking a field goal on third and seven. Well, so that that's point. the thing. I mean, uh, why not? Why why not kneel it? Why not go kneel it then? I think I you're mean, being. I, I think that's just like over the top stupid with that much time. But I mean, it's essentially what I think the output would have been is kneeling the ball. But Derek said he would kick a field goal. I mean, he would have been fine kicking a field goal. I don't there. think he would have been. I think he's saying that I for think, levity. I, think but, I would have been. But. No, but I, I think that if we'd have kneeled it, I mean, if, if we run the ball up the middle. And Maryland ends up scoring a touchdown and wins the game. Because remember, they did right before half. They they had no problem draw, driving the field right before half on two straight possessions. And if we had lost the game, the talk would have been, why would you not try to play for the win? Why would you not play for the win there? 
I, I, that, I mean, that, that is a, I think that is a hundred percent the result of the play. More hindsight, than the play call. I, I guess hindsight's always twenty twenty, but I still, I still think they should have ran the ball on that third down I, play. I just say third and seven with over. If it, if the game's under two minutes, I think you guys are right. I mean, there, there's so little time, but with that much time left, I just think, do you? I mean, you, you know, Scott Frost used to talk about fear of failure. I mean, that that is a. That is a routine. You are pa- if it was third and fifteen, I get it. Don't throw it because you're not going to get it. But third and seven, you should trust that you're. Well, it, it comes down to play calling again because I mean he should have instead of like running those stupid like inside runs like he was doing, and those weren't going anywhere for most of the day. Kick it outside. Let your quarterback, who just demonstrated on three separate times on this possession that he was very good at running that ball. Let Chubba Purdy run it in. Oh, man, the stadium would have erupted. The stadium, yeah, of course it would have, it would have erupted if Chubba moment. Purdy would have led a game-winning drive. And instead, he took the ball out of his legs. He's already demonstrated that he's ran the ball. Why Why get cute all of a sudden? Go inside he, and he throw demonstrated the ball. He, that he was demonstrated stupid. He, on the one-pass play they did, he, he demonstrated he could throw a dart for a touchdown or a big play, too. It's, I, I, I just... I, I I sit there and I say I I understand the frustration. Like it, it was it was it was to me it was high risk high reward. I mean if the, again if the play works it's the great. The game's over. I mean we I mean you you guys might be it's right. It's not right. over. I mean because they still get a possession they can tie it up. But but then they have then they do have to go the whole length of the field. They get in for a touchdown. And obviously we saw what happened on that final drive and they probably could have scored a touchdown if they wanted to there. Um I mean, they kind of took the dogs off and stopped and just kind of set up for a field goal at the end. But, yeah, I mean, the, the, the game is in a really great spot if we complete that pass. And I, 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 like, I like him trusting the player. And, again, it wasn't Jeff Sims who had thrown those two interceptions. Like, it wasn't Harbor. I mean, like, there wasn't the evidence that Chubba Purdy was going to throw a pick there. Like, I just think there's a lot of circumstances – that makes me not, and again, it's a 50-50 call. I'm not saying, if you guys are sitting there saying you're I got, I got, it's hard for me to argue that. It's a little guess bit to, of the onside kick of Frost. I guess to me, it's the whole, they clearly didn't trust Chubb for or he would have already gotten his playing time. Like The other two quarterbacks gave plenty of opportunity for him to see the field if they trusted him. And they, so they clearly didn't trust him either. And so it's an odd time to be like, okay, I trust you. So my... my but what I will say on this, and, and, and the whole fire Satterfield thing, I, I understand frustration. And if you want to argue quarterback development has been abysmal. Yeah. I mean, there is no, there is no defense. I'd take Mario Verduzco back. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, it's the worst. It's, quarterback it's sad I've, to say, but you're probably right. You, the worst quarterback play. And, and you know, I, I, I'm still in the camp. I want to give him more than a year to see if he can do anything. But if you're saying the quarterback, but the in-game play calling, first of all, like if you want to put this all on Satterfield, that's fine. Matt Rule owns some of it. I, I got on Twitter after at halftime. Everyone was saying Matt Rule pulled the play sheet from Satterfield. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I was reading on Twitter. Like Matt Rule owns it just as much as Satterfield does, and no one is blaming the whole and that's, coaching staff. And, and that's fine. Staff. I'm not. I'm not necessarily on the fire Satterfield train. Again, I my solution is get rid of the tight ends coach, 
let Satterfield go back to coaching tight ends and be the offensive coordinator and get yourself a quarterback's coach in there. The way they wanted to do it from the get-go, but they couldn't get, well, what was his name, Jake Pete or... Uh, yeah. Jake Pete. Whatever his name was. The guy that was Pete's, at the Rams. there you go. Yeah. Yeah. They couldn't get him, and so they ended up essentially moving... Satterfield over, and so I'm perfectly fine with that solution. If that, if sure. that's, solution. I'm not saying fire Satterfield. If you were to move on from him, I could understand it. Well, but I'm not going to ev- advocate everybody, for doing it either. Everybody that says no, you don't fire Satterfield. I mean, there's because there's a lot of people saying that no, you do not fire Satterfield. He's been dealt a shitty hand, but he's. But if Matt Rule does move on from uh, Satterfield during the off season. Those same people will say, "Yep, that's the right. That was the right move." Well, here's what I will say: if they if that did happen, I would question it. I would say that was a really, really bad hire by Matt Rule. Like, I mean, there there would be yeah. no way around it. And now, all of a sudden, the scenario is: if he doesn't get it right again, all those arrows go on Matt Rule because you can't mess it up twice. You mess it up once. So if you're going to admit I messed up this hire, and and in in an alternate reality, if Tony White didn't work out, right, that would almost be more like okay, he didn't know what he was getting with Tony White. He knows what he got was getting with Marcus Satterfield. This is a longtime staffer of his. Like him admitting that this is a bad hire puts a lot of pressure on year two. So I've been defending. Satterfield for most of the year, you know, because of the tools for what he has at his disposable. You know, there's not a lot of weapons on offense. However, from the very get-go, this very first in this game, the very first series, I asked you guys in text. I was like, "Why the hell are we passing so much?" I mean, but we he ran was it making twice as much. Ha- What's that? We ran it two two times for every one. So I that's mean a, that that first pos- that first possession Harburg threw it four times five if you want to count the interception that was uh, called back for the penalty, but they were throwing it way too much and Harburg does not have that skill set to be throwing the ball as much as what they were asking of him. Tell me, tell me when he has looked good passing the ball because if he hasn't passed the ball well in weeks. Is but, in fact he's digressing week to week to week. We talk about this every podcast. He's digressing, and this is another game where he has completely digressed. But the, when we talked about this in the preview, and the, the way to beat Maryland's defense was largely through the air. Like, that that was the weakness of this team. Was yeah, if you have air. a quarterback, also, that's fucking easy to do. Well, yeah, I mean, I and again, he trusts his guys, and I, that was a mistake. I mean, obviously... I mean, the first series, you're right. We came out very first play throwing the ball. That I, I, I didn't like that decision. Um, I mean, I, I, I agree. But I, again, at the end of the game, like the we ran it twice as much as we threw it. I mean, is we? I mean, we went. We were talking about going into the year, and I know none of us expected quarterback to play that bad. But we were like, man, if we run it 55 percent, 60 percent, we'd be happy. We're running it 64 percent of the time. So. Uh, in this game, uh, after this game, I tweeted this out from our account. Uh, Huskers quarterbacks today, 10 completions, four interceptions, one fumble. Come on. Bad. The, the worst I've seen. I mean, th- this is 
for Satterfield just to continue dallying up past. I, I don't know what they're doing at practice, but you, you guys are right. What? He does not need to be the quarterback I, coach. I think the thing is, I, I, I think the thing is not the amount of throws; it's the throws that he's asking his quarterbacks to make. Because he kept throwing downfield with quarterback. <laughs> well, he did it with Sims too, yeah. and Sims Sims was seven for nine on passes under ten yards. He was oh the only only quarterback that completed a pass that was passed over twenty yards, and he but he also threw two inter, both of his interceptions were passes over twenty yards. Yeah, you know he's not good at throwing over twenty yards. Why are you insisting on throwing deep passes with him? Yeah, not a, I mean, I was not a fan of this play calling this. Pur- Purdy had the 25-yard play, but there was a lot of yards after catch on that one. Yeah. And so, I, 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 to me, it's not the amount of throws. It's, it's the throws that you're asking them to make that make, make no sense to me. All right. But got- I, 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 I do question, and again, this is where the progressions and the alt-22 would be helpful. Like, what was the play call? Were these supposed to be shots? Was the quarterback taking liberty? I mean, that's where it's kind of tough to understand and maybe you're right maybe they are they were supposed to be shots but every long pass we attempted like you look at the interception right before half that jeff sims threw in the end zone there was two guys there like that's and and this is development that we're talking about here you can't throw that football you can't throw it into double coverage in that spot you're in field goal range albeit that would have been a difficult field goal against the wind when before the game the kickers were missing forty yard kicks. I mean it was that wind was tough in Memorial Stadium. It was very it was very windy. Yeah, uh, so so going against there, wind there, would have been tough. The, so so let me ask you guys this. I, I I understand the wind was very tough. There was a fourth down that we went for and did not get, and it would have been a forty four yard attempt. And I get it was into the wind. But Alvano's had a really good leg lately. I and to me I was like I I think I would have at least let him try. See, I actually like that call too. Like it's a first half. It's a it's a game where it's fourth and two. Like it's not fourth and five. It's fourth and two. Like you call a play that was a uh, it was a option or RPO. Um, they got they had it well because we we got it on the previous fourth down when we went for it. It was the exact same play call. Uh, they were ready for it this time. Like I, I don't mind the aggressive nature. Hey, Derek, try. Marcus Satterfield is Tyler's new Adrian Martinez. We'll defend this guy <laughs> to the death. Well, no, I mean, I, I, again, he, I, is it, is it, it was just a game where points were at a premium. You had to get some points, and to not even let Avano even try. I, I just, I get that you already tried the fourth down, got it. I, I do understand that. It was just. I don't know. I and that's not even on Satterfield. That's on rule. Like no. rules want to decide whether to go for it. Hundred percent correct. Yes. So I. I mean, it is what it is. And I, I, and I don't. I don't think it was the worst call in the world. I just. I when points are at a premium the way they were, and it was clear that points were at a premium already, because nobody was scoring much. I just think it was a time that I mean. It's a, it's Alvano, a, Alvano's been kicking some booming kicks lately. You just you give him a shot. All right, guys, we got to breeze through this. We got a lot to get into. We got to touch on defense. Uh, Tyler, your thoughts on the defense in this game? You know the the defense played well. 
Um, I mean, the, the, the script is the same. This is a very good defense. It isn't quite great. Um, you know, the secondary, Maryland got plays. Um, in that final drive, they started to run the ball. Um, they, they had success running that ball in that final drive where, you know, albeit Nebraska was very deflating turnover. I mean, no, no blame is on this defense, but... You know, you want to be that great defensive unit. One thing Rule did talk about is that shutout mentality in the fourth quarter. And I know the offense put them in really bad spots, but giving up 10 points in the, or I'm sorry, six points in the fourth quarter was kind of, I mean, that was the difference in the game. Uh, And the defense kind of at the end of the game, I think got beat up and was a little out physical. And, but overall, I mean, a hell of a game. Uh, The pressure was lacking. That was disappointing. Um, you know, I think it put the, especially without Quentin Newsom, put the secondary in a really rough spot, not getting the type of pressure they needed to this game. Uh, but overall, a really good effort, a solid B effort today on Saturday. But you know, with this offense, you have to you have to get to an A uh, to win games, and it, they were. Derek, uh, I, I guess it's hard to disagree with what Tyler's saying there. I. But the defense definitely did everything they needed to do to win this game. Uh, I had a buddy text me throughout the game on the, on with Maryland's only touchdown. He, he doesn't like Malcolm Hartsog at all. Hmm. And Malcolm Hartsog got beat bad on that play. And he texted me right away. He's like, I told you Hartsog sucks. I'm like, man, Hartsog, on that play, it was bad. But for the most part, I thought, I thought he had a pretty decent game. And these are some really good wide receivers. And I, I thought we did a decent job of, of slowing them down. There was some really soft coverage in the middle, uh, especially on some third down plays. I was like, Jesus, guys, we, third and 15, third and 17. All we got to do is not let them get at that. And we, we didn't do a great job sometimes there. The 101 yards rushing, like, I hate to complain about this because it's not a lot of yards rushing. But it's against a team that didn't run the ball well yeah. that I thought we could shut down. And we did. Like, like in the first half, they had first zero half, yards yeah, rushing did. on us. Zero yards. Like, they did not run the ball on us at all in the first half. So they all 101 of those yards were in the second half. And so I, that, was, that was tough. You know, like, you can't, you, can't, you can't allow that. You can't wear down and let that happen. But, again, the offense puts you in bad spots way Way too often. Uh, Tagovailoa ran the ball really well on us a few times. Uh, I, I would like to have seen a few more sacks on a team that we, we talked about. They had six sacks in each of the last two games, and we got to them once. And it took a it took um, Marquise Buford a blitz yeah. what a to get blitz. to him. It was a great and, blitz. And great I, blitz. That was at a time that we absolutely needed a big play too. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was amazing, and, and congrats to Buford because it's been a tough year for him. I know it's redshirt year for him and everything, but it's been tough. But kind of sitting on the sideline, and he came in and made made an impact. And he played he played a lot of snaps. Had to get himself a good game. Omar Brown had a friggin' phenomenal game. Yeah, uh, Hardsock really did. Outside of the two plays where he kind of got beat on that touchdown drive, didn't have a bad game. Tommy Hill had a, a relatively good game. You could argue he partly cost us the game 
and the fact of that defensive pass interference. Yeah, on, that, that would have been it. Would have, it would have been fourth down. It would have shut them down. They had to. They would have had to punt it. I think. Maybe they have to go for it on fourth down. I mean, it was kind of time was running low. That was such. So a maybe key they go for it on fourth. It was, and, and and kudos to this team for being so little penalty penal wow. penalized because we had one penalty in this whole game. And I think we had, had zero. zero. Yeah, last week we had zero, so we've had one penalty in the last two games, and that and that speaks volumes as to what they're doing. It's Can just I, how it's are just, they so well disciplined at penalties, but when it comes to turning the ball over, it I just it is baffling because like in my head. When you when you see a high turnover team, that goes to undisciplined. And usually when you see an undisciplined team, penalties are right there with them. We saw it under Scott Frost. That was an MO of Frost. You had turnovers, you had interceptions, you had like an undisciplined team. This seems like Jekyll and Hyde, where it's like really well disciplined in the penalty department, but is unprecedentedly bad in the turnover department. Kudos to Tyler for saying Jekyll and Hyde correctly. I mean, it's been a while, but you <laughs> finally said it correctly. Awesome! It, it's, golf I, clap. It's just it's golf clap. Golf clap. <laughs> it's it's just it just absolutely blows me away that a team can turn the ball over the way that we have. Like I mean, I'm not kidding you guys. This defense did everything they needed to do. They did enough. Like they they held this team. Justin pointed it out during the preview. Nobody's held. Maryland to under 20 points outside of Ohio State. We did it. Yeah. And yet we couldn't score more than 10 points. Like, and it wasn't moving the ball. Like, we moved the ball well on him. I mean, Harburg, when Harburg was in it, we didn't seem to move the ball real well. But Sims moved the ball right down the field. Chubba Purdy moved the ball right down the field. Like, we did a good job moving the ball. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we had, the, we, on the day, we finished with 269 yards and 94 of them were on that last drive. I mean, so, I mean, it, it was, but, but we were flipping the field. I'm, I'm not talking about moving the ball that we were getting to the the red zone every time we were flipping the field with them when we had no, to, we, 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 let, yeah. let, let, let me, let me point out a stat to you guys that just blew me away here. Uh, we only punted the ball twice in this whole game. Yeah. That's because we like, kept that's turning pretty... the goddamn ball over. We didn't need the punt. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But if I'm if I'm just a guy sitting there looking at the stats going, wow, they only punted the ball twice. They must have scored some damn points in this game. But they didn't because they were turning the ball over too yeah. much. And, and as much as we turn the ball over, again, kudos to the defense because we only gave up six points on, on turnovers. So, again, the defense did everything they needed to do. They just... I just I don't know what you do, Derek. What do you think of special what, teams? Special teams was good. Like they weren't phenomenal. They weren't great. They were good. They didn't hurt us. Uh, again, I think they should have tried for that field goal. It was into the win, but that's not really on special teams. The fake punt was very gutsy. <laughs> that, that was one was of the gutsiest awesome. damn calls. That was truly, but awesome. it was awesome, and it was funny because. When as soon as they did it, they kind of fooled me a little bit. I was like, "Holy shit! What what the hell just happened?" And then I was just like, "Oh, it's a fake, and they're gonna make it." And he was barely at the line of scrimmage when he, when they said he was gonna make it. And he had to get what four or five yards, I think. And but there was just so much open field that there was like no way he wasn't getting that kind of yardage. He ended up getting eleven yards out of it, and so it it was gutsy and it was great. 
But the only thing that really sucked about it was he turned around through an interception two plays later. Yeah. So I ended up going for nothing. I, 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 the offense lost the game. They, special teams didn't do anything to win the game, but they didn't do anything to lose the game. I mean, the special teams stole a possession that we just gave back yeah. to them anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so again, I don't think they did anything to, they definitely didn't do anything to hurt us. Uh, you could argue, I guess, that the the fake punt what did something to help us, but it's part, wasn't anything I mean, fantastic. Yeah, There's a lot of momentum. I mean, the crowd got into it. I mean, it was loud yeah, in the I mean, stadium. I mean, Tyler, what, what was your reaction? And everybody, what was the reaction in the stadium when that happened? I mean, the fake punt loved it. Yeah, it was I, loud. I, I mean, it it was it, it was kind of the game, right? Like. So right off the bat, you, you talk about some of the calls later on offense, but it was kind of evident to me that we were going into this to win the game. The, the, that fake punt was a very aggressive call that, again, if it doesn't work, he gets blasted for. This is a hindsight 2020 situation because if I remember... Oh, up, can like, you imagine if we didn't make that, how oh, bad Tyler would hate Ed Foley? I mean, it's the oh, same thing. I mean, Even more than normal. <laughs> Everyone, Even more I mean, than normal. everyone would be like, why in God's name are we faking a punt there? Why don't you trust your defense? It's the same argument. It's it's the whole hindsight's the result of the play is dictating it. I like the aggressive nature in this game going for the win over and over again. I just wish we had a quarterback that was worth a damn. We all do, Tyler. I, I, I promise I mean, we all so, unite on that so front. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here, guys? Talk about Portal, which quarterback baby. you want to see moving forward. We got two last left. two games, right? Oh, we still got two games left. Shit. Oh, I don't know what you do. So let me. So we are going to do our Wisconsin preview episode Tuesday night. We are recording on Sunday night right now. Right now, Wisconsin opens up as uh, seven point favorites over Nebraska. So Tyler, you brought it up. Who do you want to see as quarterback in the next I two games? I want you to go first. You you alluded to go in this that you had a definitive answer. You you knew who Nebraska. I do. Like. I, I want to know who, you. I, I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you first. I'm hosting this goddamn program, Tyler. You answer the I'll question. Go I'll go first. Right. I, look, Harburg's obviously not a hundred percent. He hasn't been playing well. I assume that this ankle's not going to be healed over next week. So I, it's not him. Uh, Sims has just been too much of a turnover prone. I mean, not that Harburg wasn't too, but Sims is still just too turnover prone. Purdy's got one turnover on a year, I, and he had a really great drive. It just ended on a turnover. Thanks, Saturday. I'm leaning. I'm I, I'm leaning on. Let's let's see what Purdy can do. Tanner, have you made a decision yet? So I I think if Harburg is not a hundred percent. It can't be him. He he has regressed. The, he had the worst performance in a very short amount of time, but he had the worst performance this last Saturday. If he is, you know, I mean, I don't even going to say 100%. That's not fair. If he's not 90%, he, he's out for me. Uh, so that leaves Sims and Pachaba. I, I, I think Sims has a little bit more upside, but the downside is just so apparent with him that I'm going to give the edge to Chuba and like, I'm going to let him go out there and I am going to tell him to not turn the football over. Uh, and 
if we can do that, we have a shot to beat Wisconsin. So I, it's tough. I, I wouldn't, I mean, I've talked about this before. I wouldn't hate seeing both of them, especially if you need a spark. Maybe Jeff Sims comes in for a series here and see if you can get, hey, if we only give him one series a quarter or one series a half, maybe he can ride that. Um, because I do think he gives you more upside than Chubba. But I, I'm starting Chubba Purdy on Saturday. Now, I will say this. Uh, Matt Rule apparently did say, I, I didn't get a chance to listen to the post game. But he did say something about he wants to basically announce his quarterback by Tuesday. So uh, I can't remember at least know who it words, is by Tuesday. But, you know, he wasn't going to commit to anything right now. He says he'll look again and see how they are on Tuesday. I can't remember the exact words, but he said he could not well, talk about or he couldn't say today. Tuesday. The, the way on three made it sound is that he wanted to announce it by Tuesday. Yeah. But well, I think that, that they need. But we, but we know how we know how the media does. They kind of strew what they say and but put words in their mouth it, a little bit. It's so. important very quickly that he gets a sense because I don't know what Chubba's first team reps have been, and maybe that would help him out if you gave him more first team reps or Jeff Sims for that matter. I mean, I don't know what they're doing at practice. Every sign points that Hardberg's been getting most of those reps, so I think you got to give the team a chance to jump. But that I, I would lean towards Chubba. But, it, but it's, here, and I, it's all three of us. All, all three right. of us. So I, I also want to point out to Matt Rule has alluded that all three quarterbacks have continued to get first team reps, and I, I don't know if I love that. I mean, I, at this point, I guess you need. I don't know it, if but, I believe that. I don't either. Well, and, and maybe they don't. I don't know. But I, I, I you just gotta. Keep working with one guy and get him going. So and right, right now I'm with you guys. I guess it's it's almost got to be Chuba. Like I don't know. Sims is unplayable at this point. Sims is completely unplayable at this point. Sure, he has uh, he has a, a banged up, a banged up Harburg's unplayable at this yes. point. No, if he can't run because you can't trust him to pass. He is not a passer. Satterfield, listen, he is not a passer. Stop passing the ball so damn much with him. Well, if his ankle's bothering him, and I don't know how long his ankle's been bothering him, but if his ankle's been bothering him, then that can affect his throws too. Like, yeah, and he not doesn't that he's need a good any, thrower, but he doesn't need anything else to but damper his it's throwing. Not, it, it, it's it's not helping him any. I just, but uh, but I I think uh, another thing I heard was that uh, Matt Rule had alluded that Chuba is still dealing with a groin injury. That's probably going to be. Have some off-season surgery on it. Yeah. So is is, is Chubba Purdy going to be able to handle a full workload? So hey, you so know what? You we say- need one game, guys. So we we have two games left: Wisconsin and Iowa. My thoughts are Wisconsin is probably going to be an easier win than uh, Iowa. Our end game today is just getting to a bowl game. Go all out to get to a bowl game. Go. All out. Throw Chuba in there. Let if, him if do we can his go, magic. I, I honestly believe if we can have two or less turnovers in a game, we'll, we can beat Wisconsin. I mean, I think we could beat Iowa if we have. I mean, if we have two or less turnovers. I mean, I mean, shit. How many teams have we would have beaten had we only had right. two turnovers a game? Yeah, we'd be played for the. And, and Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wisconsin's no different. I, I, Iowa's going to be tough if we even even with two turnovers against Iowa because they're going to take advantage of it, but better than what other teams have done. 
I, I just, I just, I agree with you. I think there's two games left. I still think we go bowling. I still think it's in the cards. I, I would say this. Wisconsin is more unknown to me than Iowa. I think Iowa is going to be a one-score game. Whatever, win, lose, draw. I think it is going to be I, a one-score game. Wisconsin could beat us by three touchdowns. We could beat them by three touchdowns. It could I don't, I don't think they can beat. I, I don't think they can beat us by three touchdowns. I, I really don't, and I don't think we can beat them by three touchdowns. I mean, Northwestern Wisconsin just beat, Northwestern be, just beat them by three touchdowns. I, I understand that, I, but I don't think it's going to happen with Nebraska. That's twenty-four ten, right? Wasn't twenty-four ten? Did they end up? It was twenty four three last. It was twenty four three for a while in that game. They, they got right, Wisconsin maybe got a late touchdown. I don't know. I so, kind of turned it off. But but on on the quarterback front, here, here's where I'm at. I think Harburg needs to take a week off, and I think you go start Chuba. You have him on a short lease with Jeff Sims ready to go. Why haven't, why, why does he, anybody need a short leash at this time? You know what Harburg. Harburg's seen enough action where you know I what said, his I, limitations I said, I said, are. I said, I, I said Chuba. I said Chuba gets a short leash with. Why? Why? And it, Just give him a long leash at this time. You already know that Jeff Sims shits the bed and turns the ball over every time that he gets in the game. But he, I think he Harburg is upside. digressing from the time I, that I'm with you. I'm we've with you seen his best football four or five games ago. He is getting worse and worse every game. Why do you need to give Chuba Purdy a short leash? You don't. You don't. You know exactly where those other two quarterbacks, Harburg and Sims, you know exactly what they're going to give you, game in, game out. And it's not like we've played played a death row of uh, competition. No. The competition level that we've been playing has been dog shit. And they still cannot get the job done. Give I mean, Chubba Purdy a long leash. Let him finish off the season. Last two games... Because what do you have to lose? Nothing. You already know what the other two guys are going to do. They're going to turn the ball over and fuck you. Let Chubba fuck so you I, for once. <laughs> so <laughs> we like variety on this show. Um, let me let me ask you this: Who who here had on their Big Ten bingo card that Wisconsin Nebraska would be battling for a bowl game? I mean, I mean. I mean, I I kind of figured Nebraska would be battling for a bowl game at this point. Yeah, but I mean, going into the Wisconsin game, yeah, I, I would have expected go Wisconsin to be who, who would have thought for a bowl that? Game? No, that that that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have a lot of time to talk about the Wisconsin game. I just it. This is going to be a year, man. I I I thought bringing Solich back broke the curse. I, I don't know. I. It, it, there's some, there's something going on in the water, Lincoln. It's just not fair. It's just not fair. So let's throw out percentages here. We got to throw out percentages, and we're gonna go for uh, updated bull chances. Uh, your percentages that we will win one of the next two to be bull eligible, Tyler. Sixty percent. Sixty percent, Derek. I, I think it's fifty fifty. I, I it was fifty fifty last week. I still think it's fifty fifty. I, I don't trust Wisconsin. I don't trust Nebraska. I, I think this is going to be another sloppy game. We, we, Iowa, I, their offense is still terrible. So I, I don't know. I, I would say 50-50, but that, it's, it's so tough right now. I think we're about a 20% chance at best that we make a bowl game. 20% chance that we win one of the next two games. 
So, Justin, are you on the fire rule bandwagon? It sounds like you're there. If we can't make no, a bold issue, I, I am not on the bad, fire rule bandwagon at all. Yes. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, that's bad. If you think there's a 20%, I mean, that's basically, you think that independently, that's like, hey, we have a one in 10 chance to beat either of these teams. I mean, I mean that, that means you think we're going to lose by four touchdowns each of these games. If you say that's, that's a, how. Tyler, where did you go to school? I mean, that does not I mean, mean you that. Th- you basically <laughs> say there's no shot we have of winning these games. If you, you're, you're saying there's a one in 10 chance we have of winning one of these games, each of these games. I don't know. I'll, I'll, work, I'll work the math way. out with you. Yeah, later. I'll, I'll work you're the fucking math out shitting the bed because that'd be a five percent chance that we win one of them. But uh, no, I mean, I, I don't think. I just think I've seen enough of this team. I've seen enough of this offense this year to know that the two defenses that we're about to play, we need to be able to outscore these teams. And I do not trust anything that we have on offense right now. So yeah, I'm saying twenty percent chance that we get bowl eligibility. Plus, hey, before t- the year Tanner started, Mordecai, I Tanner Mordecai think, played last week. I didn't think Nebraska was going to beat these two teams prior to the season anyway, and we are in a far worse situation than what we were before uh, the season. What I thought we would be before the season. So yeah, I mean, I, yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't think Wisconsin was. Near as bad as what you expect him to be. Let or me ask you this: far, far worse than what you expect. Him to Derek, be. who did who did you pick in that Michigan State game, and was the score prediction? Who did you uh, pick against in in the Maryland game, and was your score prediction? I mean, it was seventeen fourteen. So that wasn't far off. All we had to do was have Chuba not throw an interception. Hey, That's we've right. played. Two teams that were far easier than what we thought Wisconsin would be. Far easier. I don't know if I believe that anymore. Like, Wisconsin looks like dog shit right now. Okay. Michigan State. They just got manhandled. They just got manhandled by Northwestern. Four-game losing streak. Yeah, and this is another bad team. Northwestern just manhandled Wisconsin. Manhandled them. I mean, hey. 20% 20% chance. We, I mean, I'm not saying it's you can say North, shot. you can say Northwestern, you can say Northwestern was one of the best games we played and we beat them. I mean, not handily, but we still beat them pretty decent. What was it? 17 to nine. Well, we will continue this conversation on Tuesday night about Wisconsin, but we got to get out of here. Uh, special thanks to our producer, Connor Russell for putting this audio together for us. Be sure to follow the Husker Cuscast on Twitter at Husker Cuscast. Like us on Facebook. Look for episodes anywhere you get your podcast. Hit that subscribe button and don't forget to rate and review. On behalf of Derek and Tyler, we want to thank everybody for listening. As always, go Big Red. So I was right.